Welcome to episode 19 of Parks and Wrecked Christmas Scandal, our first seasonal episode, or I should say holiday episode uh, for Christmas. Season's greetings from the Parks and Wrecked crew. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. I'm Sean. I say season's greetings, but it's like mid-November. But still, I mean, there's holiday music on the airwaves. I've been hearing Mariah Carey a couple times, so I'll allow it. All I want for Christmas. That's all we can sing uh, because of copyright infringement. So appreciate you for stopping short there. If you've never listened to the show before, we watch Parks and Rec. Sean works in Parks and Rec. He's never seen the show up until this point. And so we are getting him caught up on the Parks and Rec goodness and to add a fun little element to it. We're getting Parks and Rec while it's happening. Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a specialty that y'all brought me. It is a Treaty Oak uh, Ghost Hill for Sean Hill. Whiskey. Fitting. So, fitting. I like it. Neat. I'm also doing some Ghost Hill. You're neat with uh, ice, shaken, not stirred. And I am mixing it with a little Dr. Pepper that you brought me. So we're, uh, we're exchanging we're drinks here. Is it yeah. still neat if you have ice or is it like called something else? Just on the rocks? It's no longer neat? Yeah, it might just be on the rocks. Okay, so that not neat. I was having a Ghost Hill, Sean Hill on, on the, the rocks. rocks. Exactly. Nice. And I am having a concoction of my own creation. It's a very uh, fancy glass. It is. So actually, before I go into what I'm drinking, uh, I went to Ikea the other day with my parents, and my mom got very excited when we were in the kitchen section when we got to the glasses because she was going to get some of her own. And then she thought, oh, let's get you guys some that you can use in your podcast so you'll have the appropriate glasses for the drinks that you want. Uh, because she was thinking about the episode where I made the frog in a blender and I didn't have the right glass. However, the poor frog, the, those poor frogs that I had to blend up and I didn't even have the right glass to display them in. Huh? huh. Uh, but anyway, so I got a couple martini glasses and a couple, um, Sean Marg glasses. So that's what we got. There were no hurricane glasses there or we would have got some of those too. So today I'm drinking out of one of the martini glasses, and I'm having some Waterloo Number no. Nine Gin, also from Treaty Oak, mixed with Paola's Texas Lemon Premium Liqueur. Paola, Paola, yes, and also grapefruit juice. So there you go. That sounds delightful, Sean. You are radiant this episode. You're swaying back and forth. You got a little bit of a, well, not a Christmas scandal, but like a, a holiday miracle in the Cowboys winning earlier tonight. <laughs> yeah, it is a miracle. Wait, no, the miracle is that the Longhorns and the Cowboys win in the same weekend. I am overjoyed. I'm overjoyed right now. I don't know if you can tell with my voice the overjoyedness that is happening, but I am that. Sean had a mild panic attack during the game (laughs) as the Cowboys almost lost in traditional uh, ridiculous fashion. Yeah, Joyed is down here and Sean is over it. Oh, yes. Yes. So this episode, Christmas (laughs) scandal. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) I thought it was funny. (laughs) Sean, do do you remember what happened this episode? Wait, before we do that, do you remember what you predicted last time? I predicted last time that it would be a white elephant scandal, and it was not that. 
That was not what happened. This what I, bef- so before you dive in, what's the worst white elephant gift you've gotten or like strangest that you've received? It was I, the worst and strangest white elephant picture, pic, not picture, <laughs> white elephant gift I got was a picture of like the skyline of the city of Austin, but it wasn't like, it was like wallet size. It was like, wasn't like something that could be framed. It was just, I remember I bought a bottle of Fireball to the white elephant. I got a, I got a photo. It was like four bucks. <laughs> if even like at the gas station, I was pissed. I was so mad. I was so mad. And yeah, so there's my white elephant story. It was actually a white elephant story um, that involved work coworkers at a bowling alley at, who were also Parks and Rec people. So, I mean, there was no white elephant in this episode, but there's my uh, relative Parks and Rec story for I guess the that day. gift was a real gutter ball. And also, they for sure got that picture for free because they work in Parks and Rec. That was some probably something someone randomly handed Maybe. them one day, and they were just like, oh, shit, I forgot my gift. Here's $4 in this picture. Dang, dude. It was very upsetting. What about you guys? What's the worst elephant gift y'all Mine got? is an unmarked box of donuts. I... That I would say for strangest, um, oh, because say, I'm like, what do you I'm mean? Slim. I mean, yeah, we ate them, but it was it's pretty weird to get that. Um, I feel like for the most part, I've I've escaped with things like I'm not going to really use, but it's not like, yeah, it, it wasn't to that level of like, what is what is the point of this? Like, what's happening? Like, I've gotten I a, the uh, Oregon Trail card game that. You know, in theory, sounds great. Like, I played Oregon Trail and Oregon Trail 2 all the time. I know, there's a follow-up. But the card game I've had probably for about two years now have never played it. Oh. Who knows? It might be a great game. It's like the Legends of the the Hidden Temple card game. Still haven't played that Still haven't played that. Apparently, it's best with (laughs) 6 to 12 people, and I've never had it around a large group of people. Yeah. I try. I brought that game one time somewhere, and we and I tried to make it happen, and it just didn't happen because we did have enough people that one time. The shrine of the I silver monkey. It's three pieces. How come no one can put it together? Remember any white elephant gifts I've gotten except for one right now, and it was um, it may have been where the sidewalk ends or one of those other books written. Uh, I don't even know his name. Um, I think it was that book. Shel Silverstein. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was something else in there, too. I think it was some sort of stuffed animal. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm excited about this book. And I can't think of any other ones. I, I know I got a weird ornament one time that I uh, re-gifted. I like to re-gift things. Mm-hmm. I'm a re-gifter for sure. There's a whole Seinfeld episode about that. Oh. It is not looked upon with fondness. Wait, the, the episode sucks or... Uh, no, in in the regifting episode, is they, not looked upon. Jerry finally. gets um, gets Tim Watley played by Brian Cranston, a by label how? maker. Uh, I think. Well, I think yeah. I think he gets, and then he gives it to Elaine as a gift. And Jerry's like, I think that's my label maker. And then it ends up not even working. All the labels come off, oh. leading to shenanigans. I just like to repurpose things that I know that other people can use better. Nice. All right. Sorry. I interrupted us earlier and now we can go back into what was today's episode about? Real quick. The real quick recap. Real quick because I'm overjoyed. Was that a start? That was the weekend observation noise. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. I'm so sorry. Go on. on. (laughs) Um, This episode, Leslie 
um, and the crew. They are putting on. They're pretty much roasting one of the council members at this uh, department comedy show put on by them. Um, and one of the the they're making fun of this one council member. Can't remember his name at the moment, but he is famous for sleeping with a bunch of people. Councilman Dexhart. Councilman Dexhart. He is quite scandalous. Um, I guess that's why the episode is called The Scandal something. Whatever this episode uh, is called. Christmas Scandal. Scandal. Sorry, <laughs> um, Olivia. No, Pope? isn't it uh, Carrie Washington? Scandal. But her name in the show is Olivia Pope. Oh, ah. okay. There okay, it there is. I was like, I know Olivia's <laughs> something from there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, we don't it's watch like that, that show. I don't either. But I've heard it's a lot of people tell me that it's great, um, but I think it's great. Not as great as Parks and Rec. Yeah, I, I think part of it is like it's great in the drama of it. You know. Anyway. Yeah, we've derailed you again, Sean. I'm sorry. Go on. No, I've derailed myself. <laughs> there was a car starting outside that derailed us earlier. Um. Anyways, so the cold happens. Cold open happens. I didn't. I haven't had too many of these drinks. I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. Uh. We um, they're doing they're, the road. They're, they're at lot. They're at lot forty eight, running a Christmas party thing, and Leslie gets a notice that the councilman wants to meet with her because he heard about the skit that uh, she did, making fun of roasting him. So she goes. And meets up with him at this restaurant. At 9 p.m. at night. At 9 p.m. at night. At a fancy restaurant. And she thinks it's going to be him mad at her and like wanting an apology. That is not what the uh, issue is. He wants to know who shared all his secrets to her. And she didn't know anything about it because some of the stuff that she was saying in the skit about him was hypothetical. And they all turned out to be true. And so it's like, oh, well, never mind. None of this never happened. They went all their separate ways. Apparently, this small town of Pawnee has their own paparazzi and tabloid magazine. And so once they, they took pictures of Leslie and Dexhart together. That's his name, right? Dexhart. And so now it's a new scandal, new Christmas scandal. Oh, Leslie is banging this councilman dude. And so now she's like, what the fuck's going on? Um, she's trying to get Anne's help and like I don't know if we want to dive into the super cute and moment of the day let's do it which is the entire episode <laughs> but anytime she's on screen but for me the cute and moment of the day was when uh they were at Anne's house because Leslie was given the day off by Ron due to the scandal um and Anne told the camera um that if Leslie moved to San Diego. She got asked to move, move to San Diego by Louis C.K. character that she would really miss her. It was really cute. And and Leslie heard her and I swooned. <laughs> if I remember that accurately. <laughs> it was a cute scene. You did black scene. out after you swooned, yes. Because <laughs> then Leslie's like, oh, and Anne makes a big smile. Yeah. That's how I envision her smiling at me one day. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Um... <laughs> The, uh, I guess the side plot of the episode is a couple of people trying to figure out what gift to get. Mark is trying to figure out what gift to get. And, and April, not April. 
April is trying to figure out what gift to give her gay boyfriend. You know, that's funny you mentioned that, Sean, because that's our trivia of oh, the no. episode. <laughs> it's like the Daily Double. April. <laughs> April is trying to figure out what to get her gay boyfriend, Derek, and she asks Andy for suggestions. And there's two parts to this answer. He gives two right away and then offers up three more ideas. We're, we're discounting the Reggie Wayne Double XL. Because that's what he, Home blue jersey yeah. signed after he scores the game-winning touchdown to win the Super Bowl, which is I what was, Andy would have wanted. But he, all he knows about Derek is that he's gay. <laughs> I was sitting there after the episode was over and just trying to think, what could possibly be the trivia from this episode? There's nothing. Yeah. And then he snuck it out. Way to go. Way to go. Um, I do remember a copy of Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain DVD. Was one of them. Um, with how many? There's three more left. Four more. Four more. Ooh, four more. Haley, you got nothing. I got one out of five here. One of them was some kind of class, uh, like a dance class, maybe, or some sort of martial arts class, or something like that. I can't exactly remember. Hip hop abs dance fitness. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I yeah. Now I remember it had abs in the title. I don't. I don't remember mm. anywhere else. The other ones, um, yeah, no, I can't remember. Uh, he suggests, or initially after the Brokeback Mountain DVD, he suggests wait, give us a hint. Some kind of uh, it's an article of clothing. Nope, nope. Yeah, that didn't coming. help. Some kind of assless chaps. Oh yeah, oh, damn it, I did, did know that, that one. <laughs> well, then, actually, no. He says, does he already have assless chaps? Like he's like. So if he doesn't, then yeah. he suggests. Yeah. I'm a count it. And then I, one is a, an activity and one is a trip. Oh, yeah, the trip to Germany. And then April's like, that's way too expensive. Yeah. And he says, I did not think of that. What I, was the activity? I don't remember. A spray tan gift certificate. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Back to my Which I believe is, well, no, that's a tanning bed. I'm sorry. I was going to say it's my favorite uh, death sequence from the Final Destination movies. Is when they're in the tanning beds. That's also not even my favorite one. It's the guy that's weightlifting, and he squishes his head together because hmm. the machine breaks. I kind of like. Uh, I mean, the original one has so many good ones, but I kind of like in number two the guy who escapes his burning apartment and then the ladder of the fire escape falls down and crushes into his brain. And it like oh, it like stops for a second, right? right? And you're, and like, you're like, oh, oh he's, he's gonna, gonna escape, lit. and yeah. then boom, nah. And then he goes to the morgue and they like pull his nipple rings out. Anyway. Yeah. Parks and Rec. Oh yeah. This (laughs) is a Parks and Rec podcast. Not a Final Destination. Destination, But that is a good. So yeah. While Andy. Good podcast idea. Let's jot that down. Yeah. Dissecting (laughs) the deaths of Final Destination. Hey, have you almost died before? Was it a near death experience? Um, Where where are we going here? Oh yeah. Um, And it's your quote of the day. The Tom quote? It sure is. Oh, okay. So we might as well jump into that because that was also part of the sequence of trying to guess uh, what they to get other people. Tom suggests getting diamonds. Mark gets diamonds for Anne. And he says, there isn't a woman alive who doesn't love diamonds. Even the super left-wing chicks who saw Blood Diamond and cried. When they get a diamond, they're like, yeah, bitch, get more of them Blood Diamonds. Make them extra bloody. Mark did not get Anne <laughs> the diamond. He just went with his original suggestion, which was a computer bag, because Anne complained about it two months earlier. 
I would have known me. I would have gotten her the computer pack, computer pack right then, not wait till Christmas. But and she loved it. She loved it, and she loved that he remembered that she wanted it. I can make her remember that she wants it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then what? What's next? What else happened? All right, back to the scandal. This is where the uh, episode kind of got annoying for me. I hate plot points where someone's being accused of something when it's obviously wrong. <laughs> um, that's when I was like, uh, uh, they, the, I did hear you make that noise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the news, they were like this running with Leslie sleeping with the, uh, councilman guy. And then Leslie brought the councilman guy to their house to, to try to convince him to drop the, uh, trousers. No, 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 no. Not allegations. Like, that is not real, but he's like, Leslie's like he called her a glass of milk or something, something like that. I think he a called glass her of whole milk. Yeah, really. whole milk. Yeah. Like oh. she's just there and she's bland and she's plain, so she's not. So her being the scandal is distracting from the actual scandal, which is super scandalous and yeah. crazy. It was. I'm gonna just tell you about it. I guess he slept with what the nanny. Yeah, he slept with the babysitter and got her pregnant. And then while he while she was delivering this baby that he had gotten her pregnant with. Uh, he slept with four Not nurses. One, but four nurses in the closet, in the and closet. also a lady whose husband was getting a liver transplant. And that was oh, and then later in the episode, he's like, "Okay, I got to go to two different maternity wards, so I'll see you later." <laughs> anyway, this guy's the best, apparently. <laughs> well, he does tell. Le- well, when they're at the house, he's kind of like, "So should we? Um, should this be no. a thing, Leslie?" And Leslie's like, "Get out! Of my- no, get out!" Uh, he's like, because everyone already thinks it happened, so we could, uh, I'm really good at it. And she's like, get out now, dude. So this entire interaction probably took three minutes. So the, like hours later, they're on the news and someone took pictures <laughs> of the council dude at their house. Through the like, window. Through the window to the wall. Through the wall. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done. So Leslie decides to go on the news station with, the lady that likes Tom, I forgot her name, but uh, Joan. Joan Calameza. Yeah, her. Um, to try to prove her innocence. I don't know if this is the greatest idea. And so Leslie gets there, starts pleading the case. No one's believing her. And Joan actually brings out the council dude, councilman's, what's his name again? Dex Hart. Dex Hart. Councilman Dex Hart. He surprise was behind guest. the scenes. It was a surprise guest. And so he comes out and he's like calling her sweetie and honey and all that stuff. Like, and Leslie's like, it's just like, just distraught. Like, you can't believe it. Like, this is, why is this happening to her? Yeah. He's saying like, honey, let's keep our private life in the bedroom. Like, you shouldn't have gone on this show, sweetie. We like, we'll talk about it later. And it's just doll. He doesn't say doll. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just like, I've never, you know, slept with this person. And so the Dex Hart's like, I, you know how I know? She has a mole on her right butt cheek. So Leslie's like, oh, do I? And then pulls down her pants only to show Joan uh, her butt cheek. And there was no mole. There was no mole, said Joan. And so now she knows everything is a lie. And the councilman is a liar. And Leslie has been exonerated of all of her charges, even though this is not a criminal case. I was a little <laughs> surprised and excited with how fast Joan switches and is just like, there's no mole breaking news. This guy's an <laughs> asshole and Leslie's the best. And she just like did that yeah, immediate switch. On. 
Um, and then I also probably my favorite quote of the episode is his reply to that when she's like, so what's up councilman? And he's just like, uh, I guess I just didn't think Leslie was going to pull her pants down on TV. <laughs> I also enjoyed Ron saying that the raccoons would hunt the children for sport. That was another good quote. Ooh. Oh, I totally <laughs> skipped all of that. My bad member uh, listeners. Sean's quick recap. Uh, quick recap. <laughs> also going on while Ron gave Leslie the day off, all of the uh, rest of the members of the park and rec's department had to fill in for Leslie doing her job duties uh, this included Ron and April going to a meeting where Leslie had to give a presentation. They didn't know about that. Um, Ron had to go to a public forum. Um, this guy was, he wasn't concerned about the swine flu, but he was concerned about the turtle flu. Yeah. He was real cool. Um, Mark and Tom were just blowing off the list of Leslie's duties. They were supposed to bring beer to sanitation. Didn't do that. So that's when when they went back to the uh, tree lighting thing at lot 48, uh, there was a bunch of trash because sanitation didn't get their beer. So there was a bunch of raccoons there eating the trash. And eventually they were going to hunt the kids for sport, like Ron said. That was one of my favorite plot points was that uh, Leslie had so many tasks that she does on a daily basis that the entire rest of the parks team split into teams of two and each of them had to do 10 tasks. Yeah. which Leslie accomplishes in one day. And then they, Ron is like divvying it up. He's like, oh, we'll just split into teams and we'll each do. And he starts to count and he's like, uh, three, four, ten. <laughs> so Leslie's a badass. Simultaneously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything, the scandal's over. Leslie is cleared. They get through the day without Leslie being at work somehow. And then she comes back to work as the credits are rolling. And she's just so happy to be back at her job and ready to return all those missed calls she got. Yeah, she was smiling so big to return a call. Something that I'm sometimes like, ugh, have to call these people back. You know who else was smiling so big? April, when oh, Ron yeah. learned that he had to give a speech or give a presentation that he didn't know about. And also when Andy hugged her when he was dressed as Santa. Hey, yo. She was feeling it. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah, remember when they were Andy. flirting by throwing a football? I remember. She keeps giving the camera glances like, <laughs> whatever. I'm not like, whatever. It's actually her Roll intro. In uh, her intro, little during the intro when they have their little clips. That's from this episode. The football? No, when the April April smiles at Andy and oh. then sees the camera and like. Hmm. Does her whatever. Stops the smile, thing. yeah. But the reason I brought up April's big smile was because she was eating chips, and that means we can move into food of the episode. Food of the episode. So yes, half of the food is basically I. Uh, anytime Dave and Leslie are Dave the cop, Louis C.K. are uh, out dining. He's in the Army National Guard, and he has to move to San Francisco. Move to San Diego. San Diego. That's the Take one. Take me back, back to, to San, San Diego. Diego. I know. I can't believe I forgot it. We he could just get a one-way buy ticket. A one-way ticket. So when he asked Leslie to go with him, but then at the end of the episode, she realizes she can't because she loves her job too much. She can't. And uh, Leslie is drinking a large hot chocolate when he first brings this up to her covered in whipped cream, which was uh, especially exciting for me because it was a bursting cup of hot chocolate with whipped cream and chocolate drizzle that inspired me to do my take a picture every day for a year. When we were out at Halcyon, and I said, this looks photogenic. 
let me take a picture of this. And then I said, let me continue taking pictures of things besides hot chocolate, but just daily life interactions. For a second, I thought you meant back in the day when you saw this actual episode. This no, no, expi- no, no. Yeah, that's what that. I was like, what? No, no, no. Having a mug of hot chocolate in front of me inspired to... So this episode, yeah, yeah, seeing yeah, yeah, a yeah. large hot reminded chocolate reminded you of when of you were yes. inspired to do one picture a day for a year. Yes. Leslie also has a, a, a hunk of bread next to her. So it's bread and hot chocolate on her side. And then Dave the Cop seems to have some sort of dessert as well as also a piece of bread. I, his dish had some sort of strawberry, like chopped strawberries on top. So perhaps, I, may, I mean, it could have, I guess, been like an oatmeal bowl. Of sorts. Unclear. Our food of the episode is very vague because also during the cold open at the banquet, people are eating. I saw some pork and green beans. There might have been other options. Donna's also chewing bubble gum, blowing big old bubbles. Which, which I guess is always food. Good. We're counting it as food. April was eating chips during Ron's, well, right before Ron gave his presentation, which I would have loved to see, but it's probably better left to the imagination. And then when Leslie tells Dave that she cannot go to San Diego. There's a bunch of empty plates on their table with remnants of probably meat and potatoes. Because that's a very Indiana thing to eat. And there you go. Chuching. Food of the episode. Food of the episode. I think one thing that uh that also resonated I'll use that word a lot, resonated with me as far as and as it relates to real parks and rec. Parks and rec. <laughs> Um, is when we do have someone that takes a day off or a week off or two weeks off, you have to split up their duties. And I think for me, the hardest part position to fill if this person decides to take a day off is the custodian. Ooh. <laughs> it's because... What's the weirdest thing you've had to clean up? What's the weirdest thing? I don't know, man. They're all bad. like condoms or whatever needles like you'll you'll find some shit especially when you're in a facility actual shit yeah including (laughs) shit yeah i mean there's nothing not that that stuff is expected but you're not surprised when you find it like (laughs) um especially when you have like a public shower and you do have people of all classes coming in to use your facility um but yeah definitely the custodian, the janitors, those are the hardest positions to fill uh, when they do go off, out to go, do go out of town. I also think my employees, my full-time employees, I have uh, one employee that's in charge of all of the youth sports officials in the entire city of, of Austin. Dang. And also I have an employee that's uh, running pretty much all of the youth sports contracts. Um, if they ever took an unexpected day off, I would be in trouble. And so uh, I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful that they're at work most of the time. And if they do need to take a day off, I have some heads up and they complete their duties. So I don't have to do them while they're gone. Um, I think it's pretty easy. Uh, if I'm out of town for like an unexpected day or two, I think my staff, they can handle it just because um, I don't, you don't really do anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That for most of the, I keep my staff heads, what I'm trying to say, up to the no, like they know what's going on. Um, and so if I have to miss a day unexpectedly, 
they already know what's coming up the next day and I delegate a lot of stuff already um, and I already have the major tasks done um, before the deadline so they wouldn't have to handle any of that so hopefully nothing happens to any of us that we have to miss but if something it, but if I did have to miss a day they 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 got it they'd be able to handle yeah it. when I was a teaching assistant I was kind of that person who anytime someone you know unexpectedly had to miss or we had to fill in something they would just pull me from wherever I was because I was a gen education teaching assistant so I was constantly getting pulled into classrooms when teachers uh when their subs didn't show up most of the time it was like they already had subs prearranged, but the sub wouldn't show up for whatever reason. But occasionally it was like an emergency and then they couldn't get a sub that morning or whatever and they couldn't be there. Uh, so I would get pulled into classrooms and it was the worst when it would be Spanish speaking classrooms, especially like pre-K. Oof. Because then my very little Spanish that I can communicate was very hard for them to understand because they like the older kids we could get by with each of us kind of spanglishing you know like yeah yeah uh but the little kids are just they have no idea what's what i'm trying to say to them and i have no idea what they're trying to say to me uh so that was rough but luckily we were able to kind of work those out it would just be like i would stand in the classroom until we could find figure out what to do and a lot of times it would have to be we would you know have to split the kids and put them in a few kids in each classroom until we could get a sub in or or however we had to do it or we would get a couple teaching assistants in so I've definitely been that fill in however you can type of person. A real utility infielder there. I like it. And Sean, we we know Anne is always number one in your heart, but in this episode, who's your favorite character? So I had to pick someone other than Anne. I mean, Not you can you can take Anne. Yeah. <laughs> no, she she she, had like she barely had any lines, lines yeah. in this, any scenes in this. Or if there's not a favorite character per se from this episode, you could do like a favorite sort of plot development point. Least favorite character. Oh, or least favorite character. There's a lot of options. I think, well, I guess favorite plot development point was when, uh, when Joan was yelling, no mole, no mole. So I was like, okay, they're going to, they're going to move on from this. Like, thank God. Um, Cause I was going to be pretty upset if they still went on with accusing Leslie of, sleeping with this dude when she didn't i did like the graphic when she was on tv it was leslie nope definitely dex hart's mistress <laughs> question, question mark. Mark. <laughs> yeah um least favorite character was the uh yeah it was a dex hart guy because what a jerk because he's, yeah, he's skeezy yeah. and deceptive and awful yeah oh but we did see a new character Ooh. uh just on the TV, though. Oh, with Purd Hapley. Yeah, officially coming in. Love me some Purd. Why is his name Purd? Was he on? Was he on an earlier silly. episode? I don't think so. I think you referenced him on an earlier I might episode, have him. but Sounds I don't think weird. he actually was. Uh, so he's another reporter. Yeah, I think I think they might have. It might have been like the Pawnee now or Pawnee today. Yeah, maybe. But it was a different host or something. Yeah. 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 So he's gonna make a strong appearance. He's great. Like I his hope character's you like gonna grow into the talks. show. How he dies? How he talks. Oh. He hopes you like. And how. How he talks. Scandals. Because this. Will happen. Is sort of how he speaks. I may have said too many words together. May have. Yeah. That's right. We'll work on it. You'll find out. What if the audience tells us their favorite scandal and then we'll mention it? Their favorite scandal in life? In work setting. 
Ooh, you just want to get people favorite, in trouble. Your favorite workplace <laughs> yes, scandal? Because I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble. Excellent. Because there's some, but I will not say them. Ooh. I like it all. Speaking of scandals, this isn't really a good segue. But, <laughs> I actually oh, do have a good workplace scandal that I it. just remembered. Um. Okay. So I used to work at <laughs> when I was in high school, and there were a couple of my. Well, okay. So. There were several different things happening there. For one, the stock room is massive and it has two stories and it's this whole thing. Uh, but apparently everyone went upstairs and made out in the stock room upstairs area. At the same time together? No, no, no. This was oh. like a thing. Like when you needed to make out with one of your coworkers, you just went to the stock room and apparently all of the people needed to make out with their coworkers. It was a known fact, but I did not know this until way later when one of my friends who also worked at she would be like, oh, yeah, this person did. Because she uh, she worked in customer service and she was a lot more in the know with what was happening there. And I'd just be like, what? Who would even like, why would you even want to make out at work? I, I would it just like that thought did not even cross my mind of like, yes, I must be making out with someone right now. Nope. Was not on my radar. But apparently. Everybody was all up in there. Oh, they were. Should have Dave the cop there to stop them. That was another quote that I heard Sean laugh at, which was, "Oh yeah," when, he, when Leslie says that he can't, uh, that she can't come with him. He's like, "Well, keep the ticket in case you want to visit." And then there's a seventy-five dollar change fee, but he can either reimburse her. He said, "I can cover or he that, can cover that, or I could reimburse you when you get there, or we'll figure it out." There's there's lots of options. There's there, lots, there's of, ways that, lots of ways that can figure it out. Like there's we're, lots we're of ways we can handle this it, or something. A, a specific part of it made me laugh. I uh, thought it was the options part. No, it was what he said before that. Oh, because that was the part I laughed at. I don't remember. He's just so like cute and wanting Leslie to love him and loving her so good. And I think that was what was like endearing and a little bit humorous about it, in my opinion. I also looked this up because uh, I recently tried to change a flight or uh, looked into it. And it's a $200 fee on American Airlines, which is pretty absurd. So I looked up if any it's airline has Southwest. a $75 fee. Free on Southwest. $75 on Allegiant Airlines. So that's not a very good airline from what I've heard. I've never actually flown Allegiant. But, but it's real cheap along tickets. the lines of like Spirit and Frontier. Yes. Uh, and then some JetBlue flights are also $75 if you can get it. I believe it's flights that are under $100. If you change fee, it's $75. So almost double your, your price. Absurd. I'm trying to find a quote, but I can't find it. It's, it's fine. There's, not, there's no time. There's no time. There's no time. There's no time. Time is trying to think of something to say that was on Sean's phone instead. Like... <laughs> Sean, there's just gummy bears on your computer screen. Hmm. That is very clever, Joseph. You found the hot ticket. Give it a chance. Um. <laughs> just give me a chance to do the hip hop dance. Give me a chance to do the dance. All right. Well, that's mercifully the end <laughs> of another Christmas scandal episode. But Sean. Another one. Yes, the Parks and Rec episode was one. This was the second one. Uh, Sean, the setup is the next episode. You will have 15 seconds to predict what you think next episode will be about. And I'm going to get it right this time. Is getting the clock ready. You are getting it right. If you don't, 
we do get to throw rotten eggs at you next episode. So we do actually have rotten eggs. Maybe. Yeah, I believe it. I will not be throwing that happened to me once. I wouldn't. Why? Why did that happen? Uh, I was during college. I was just walking down oh, the street and got rude. pelted by an egg. That happened to me in West Campus. Um, like some dudes from the roof. I'm like, oh, we're going to be shitty. Oh, mine was a drive by car. Did oh. you climb up and just. So, okay, yeah. Did you I pick could, up I the egg? I couldn't see them. Uh, I could, it, was, it was like midnight. Yeah. People are shitty. I remember I had to go into. I went into the Stanford uh, Lodge. Not Lodge. <laughs> what are they called? Campus. Dorms. Dorms. I And. This was after 10 o'clock at night. So you need, if you don't live in the dorm, you need someone to come down and like swipe you in as, as your guest. And so I went to the, the security guy and I was like, Hey, can I just like go into the bathrooms and wash this off? But it was beyond the security desk. And he's like, Oh, you need someone to swipe you. in." I'm like, look, man, I'm like covered in egg. Just like, I'm not trying to get into a room or anything. I'm like, you can even walk me to the, he's like, no, you got to call someone. So I had to call someone down. Be like, hey, I got egged. Can you come down real quick? That's a phone call you Did don't you know? get every day. You knew someone in that yeah, dorm. Yeah, I knew nice. someone in the dorm, so I just I paged them. But it's crappy the that we you used pagers. Are yeah. covered in egg, and then also yeah. have to call a friend down and be like, "Yo, I'm covered in egg." And like, I get the. Sec- I mean, the security guard was like also a student, so I get that he's just mm. doing his job. But so not a security guard also. per se. Yeah, like a front desk monitor, uh-huh. I guess more. more yeah, so, like a so, yeah. Uh, my boss was telling it. me a yeah. story the other day about how this girl closed a door in her face and knocked her tooth out and i was like you better believe i would have beat the shit out of that girl if she had done that to me and my boss was just like so calm and collected and and told me what she did and it was just the entire opposite tactic of just being very uh professional about it and other things and i was like nope i would have gotten to a like fist fighting bra put her like yeah i'd have been so mad so I would not have handled this egg situation. I have Joey now. Like I tell Joey all the time that I'm the Hulk. You know. You don't like you when you're angry. Uh no. I'm always angry. Oh okay. <laughs> and also Batman. Yeah, and I'm also <laughs> Batman. No, whenever I was watching Avengers for the first time, uh, I was just sitting there next to my friend Mitch, and uh, anytime the Hulk was about to talk, I would just say what I thought his line was going to be. And I was right like 90% of the time because I was like, we are the same person. And when he said that line, I turned and I was like, I'm always angry. And then he said it and I was like, yes, dude, we are the same. Anyway, so we're always angry and timer, one, two, three, go. So to set up, who's going to get set up? We don't know, but we will find out because I wasted like five seconds. Ron's going to get set up with some ordeal and Leslie's going to have to save him like she always does because she's the best. Sorry, I couldn't stop it. That's not the Lion King. Uh, or conversely, sure what if it's like set up on a date? Ooh. That's what I was thinking. Did you just ruin it? I don't know. I, I don't can't know. remember what it is. Oh. Guess we'll have to find out next like, episode, Sean. It could be a, a positive or a negative setup. Anyway. Have you ever been set up? Do you have a scandal? Reach out to us on Twitter, Parks Wrecked Pod. I thought you were asking me. I was like, you can also I did too. (laughs) (laughs) More of the the general audience, but you can do it too, Sean. Hit us up on Twitter. Can also at Parks Wrecked Pod. At Parks Wrecked Pod. You can also send us an email, parkswreckedpod at gmail.com or go to our website, parkswreckedpod.com. Lovely pictures of our faces. Every episode in your easy to listen to format. It's very delightful. 
or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, but not SoundCloud. I started saying SoundCloud, but not there. Yeah, definitely. Subscribe, rate, review. All right. Parks and Rec. Woo-woo. See you next time. Wow. <laughs> Da 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 da